Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back, guys, and we are here with another podcast out. First week of preseason, second week of preseason's by, and we have some updates now. How you doing, Chris? It's good. Preseason's back. We're uh, watching the Niner game a little bit here. Yeah, and my Niners. How's Jimmy G doing? <laughs> let us let me know. <laughs> One for six for zero yards and a touchdown. That hurt to read. I'm sorry. And an interception. And mean? an interception. Don't worry. I said it. I said it. It was a little bit quiet, but I said it. It it looked like he was going to have three interceptions there. He, he almost got a pick six. Yeah, he's definitely rusty. He looked a little rattled out there. It hurt. It makes me in such a good mood to see how bad Jimmy G does. It just makes me smile inside. I'm right now, the lie. backup QB for Derek Carr is doing better than him. I don't even know who it is. I mean, Derek Carr was two for two with 50 yards and a touchdown. I mean, you can say whatever you want. It's way better than Jimmy it G. Was his wide receiver wearing a helmet, or did it fail protocol oh, again? Oh, thank you, Jesus. We're talking about this conversation. Holy crap. Can we just not deal with this? This is ridiculous. It is absolutely obnoxious to hear about Antonio Brown over and over and over again talking about his goddamn helmet. Now, how much of it is them trying to build up some sort of hype for Hard Knocks, and how much of it do you think it's genuine him upset at the helmets? I think he's definitely upset about it. I think there's a definitely a level of upset. But I think they're hyping it up way more because of the Hard Knocks situation. Y- yeah, but w- at the same time, if you're trying to watch TV show, how does a helmet not being correct hype you up? That's what I want to know. I don't know if it hypes you up. It's just a story. It's hard knocks. They want stories. It's goddamn obnoxious, though. And he went back to practice today. Yes, practice today. So hopefully this is over with. But it probably won't be. No, I think his agent said that there's two other helmets that he liked that he wants testing. I don't know. Hopefully it works out for him because, you know, I, I want to hear Give me other $30 million dollars and I won't wear a helmet. Like, can we mm-hmm. just figure it the fuck out? For real. At this point. At this, yeah, exactly. Any <sighs> other uh, news and updates you want to go over? Yeah, I mean, DK Metcalf, knee surgery. It's just a clean out, probably meniscus issue. Uh, other than that, we obviously have the Zeke issue. That's a lot of fun to go over. Um, we'll probably go over that a little bit more later. Yes. Uh, Since we are going over the NFC East this time. Yep. I love it. I'm excited. That's going to be a good, good divisions right there. It's a solid division. Oh yeah. So Emmanuel Sanders too played today. He's playing. He looked, he looked pretty good. Yeah, He looks a little explosive out there. I liked it. Yeah. So I mean, late round flyer. It's got to remember. That's somebody to look forward to. Other than that, we got any other news? Uh, let's see. Preseason game two for the Seahawks. Carson went for five for rushes for f- 25 yards. Penny went for two rushes for negative one yard. Love I it. think it's clear. Carson is going to be the workhorse. Which one is for the lead sure. back? For sure. Carson so. will be the workhorse, which is awesome. We're both really high yeah, on Carson. I'm very, very high on him. I think he's a great back. The best back Seattle's had. 
since lynching is prime. Ooh, that's a hot take right there. That's a hot take. That's a, I, I mean, I agree. He He's a great back. And Penny will be involved in the passing game. I think he'll get phased opinion, out. For sure. No, I, I think he'll be involved. Just my opinion. But we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be a great season. Season's Pen- Penny start. has been, let's see, critiqued for not being physically fit in practice and he just doesn't look good apparently as i've been told by reports now does that mean he gets cut no he's not trent richardson no way he's getting cut yeah unless you're trent richardson then you get cut other news jimmy graham dislocated a finger apparently will not need surgery should be fine so i mean one of the last few tight ends that you might be drafting there you go other than that Derrick Henry's back at Titans practice. Yes. Um, So if you are unlucky enough to draft him, then, uh, well, there you go. When we draft Derrick Henry, like I know we talked about it a few podcasts ago. Not even close to wanting to touch Derrick Henry. Um, are we talking about standard or PPR just in general? Let's go standard standard. Yeah. So then he has some sort of value. He has some sort of value. Yeah. I mean, Probably like the fifth or the sixth. Yeah. But even like I just wouldn't feel good about it. You don't feel good about it, but I just feel like he could easily be his ADP. What's his ADP right now? Late, late third, early fourth. You think he can beat that? Yeah, I think. You I think mean, in it, standard leagues? Yeah, in standard, it's not hard. I don't think it'd be that hard if you're getting twenty touches a care, twenty touches a game. I think you should beat fourth round ADP. But he, but he, he was. He was getting 20 touches a game last year. Yeah. And he was doing, and, like, nothing with but it. But then again, also, that team was not very good offensively. They could just stack the box. Are they better now? You would hope with A.J. Brown that they're a little bit better. Humphreys. Humphreys. They have a little or bit you. more of a wide receiving core. They do, but is the quarterback the issue? We'll find out this year. If if, yeah. if he can't do anything this year, I think that's it. You just got to dump him. Take your losses, move on. I think there's a quarterback battle, from my understanding. Yeah. The, the stuff that I'm reading is, it's open. Yes. Tannehill can win that job. Yeah, and with how preseason has been going, Mariota has been struggling a little bit, and Tannehill has been outperforming him. Yeah, so other other than that, do we have any news? Uh, or This one just happened recently. Noah Fant suffered an ankle injury, oh. but is not considered serious. Okay. All righty. Let's Sounds get into good. it, baby. Let's do it. Talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Love it. Um, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you get oh, I'm good. Oh, oh, you good. Go ahead, baby. So I've won last championship in my league. <laughs> oh, Sorry. I, I just wanted to say You just it. wanted to throw it out. Yeah, there. I just wanted to throw it out. Sorry. No one, no one cares. Uh, and Carson Wentz was the majority of my QB. Paired up with Zach Ertz. Beautiful stack. It's a beautiful stack. Why? I believe you have a perfect statistic to back us up right here. So the perfect statistic that he's talking about is Philadelphia targeted their tight ends 35% of the time last year, which was the highest in the NFL. The two others that were closest is, I'm sure you can guess. Chiefs yep. and the Niners. Chiefs and the Niners, which was Chiefs were 30% on target ratio. And then the Niners were 28%, which is pretty obvious because it's the big three tight ends, right? Correct. So the stack with them, in my opinion, is phenomenal. 
or or Wentz right now is his current ADP is seventh round third pick, but I've seen him go a lot later. I I don't I don't I wouldn't go after him in the seventh round. I'm obviously gonna wait. Yeah, I mean, I'll most likely wait if I took Ertz already. Then I might draft him at his current ADP just because that stack is very strong. Knowing that 38% of the time Carson Wentz throws that you're going to get double the points, I think it is very hard to pass that up. I'm not sure there's any player down there that could put up that type of production. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz was quarterback 23 last year. I mean, we all know he missed five games due to a knee slash back injury. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he beat his weekly pro- projections eight of 11 games. Highest rate of quarterback of last year. Mm-hmm. And they pass it in the red zone. That is not a team that runs the ball in the ends, uh, in the red zone. No. Yeah. They pass it. And guess who they look to? Ertz. Ertz. That's the number one guy in the red zone. Yeah. It's hard to pass up if you're even if in a four point pass touchdown league for quarterbacks, that's 10 points right there off of one throw. Another thing I like about Wentz, and I know we don't talk about strength of schedule that often because it's not going to change your drafting as much as people would think. I mean, it's, it's not hard. Gonna, it's, it's hard. It's hard. If I'm in the middle of choosing a Wentz or someone else, and I think they're neck and neck, then I'll probably look at strength of schedule mm-hmm. to try to offset that. But their strength of it's the fifth easiest overall for mm-hmm. quarterbacks. I mean, in that division, who is going to challenge Wentz in the passing game? I mean, the Redskins, not really. I mean, they do have they they have a pretty decent defense. They have. Do you expect them to shut down Carson Wentz? Probably not. Do I expect the Cowboys to shut down Carson Wentz? Probably not. We saw that we saw them go neck and neck and both put up thirty point games one time. So I expect them to always be high scoring games. And the Giants, who on the Giants is going to stop Carson Wentz? Good lord, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to face him twice a year. Everybody in this division twice a year. I expect uh, Carson Wentz to probably beat his ADP actually of the seventh round. Yeah, probably. I could see that. Yeah, and I, I would mean, not be surprised. My my quarterback value is is obviously on yeah. the lower end. I there's there's a lot of options. It's low, later on. but if you have Earths, then I definitely raise the priority a lot. Yeah, I mean stack them, obviously, and to get Earths, what you're looking at current ADP is about the fourth round, fourth mm-hmm. pick in that in that range. Um, eighth easiest overall strength schedule for a tight end. And he's already one of the elite tight ends. Yeah. Pair that up with an easy schedule. I mean, 75% of the time he was in the top 12 tight ends, obviously. 56% of the time he was in the top six last mm-hmm. year. So you're getting a stud all the way around. Yeah. One time. And I think we all know this. Yeah. One time when they went to, I believe, London, he played against Jacksonville. He caught, I believe, one pass for five yards and a touchdown. That was already six and a half points right there. And it probably beat. 75 to 80% of all tight ends because that's all you need right there. Yep, exactly. I think we went above and beyond for Wentz and, and Ertz. I think yeah. everyone kind of knows already. Which which one of these quarter or running backs do you want to start with? Because I know you have a high opinion on Jordan Howard and Miles mm-hmm. Sanders, so I'm going to let you make that decision on who you want to start with. As of right now, I like Jordan Howard more. I think he is a great downhill runner, exactly what the Eagles want. And I think he's talented. He wasn't a thousand yard rusher on the Bears for no reason. 
He's got what it takes to be elite. It's just, can the Eagles scheme around him to make sure that he's able to put the ball in space and get those easy rushing yards? Will they scheme around him? Is That's, the question. I'm not sure. I'm sure they're hoping that he fits around their scheme. If so, he may struggle. I mean, their offense is just like the Bears. If he couldn't succeed there, then will he succeed in this one? I, I don't know. In my opinion, is probably not. And I know you have a different opinion on that. I think is, their offense is a lot better than the Bears. I, I mean, their offensive line is great. Great offensive it, line. I think Wentz is a top-tier passer. Correct. Uh, I mean, at least like top 10. Yeah. Is that fair sure. to say? Yeah, that's easy. Um, they have Ertz. Uh, they the, got Alshon. Alshon, Arcega Whiteside. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have talent. They got. And we'll have to see. That offensive line is good. We'll have to see what their plan is because they, they like a three-headed monster there. Since the, yes. since the head coach got there, they like the committee. So we'll we'll see if they're going to still do a committee. Because what I think they'll do if they do, first, second down, probably Jordan Howard for a little while. Probably and Miles yeah. Sanders, third down back, fell back him as well. Yeah. So I mean, if he gets all the carries, he'll be pretty relevant. Obviously, mm-hmm. good offense, a lot of options for touchdowns. But I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think at some point, and I, I think you might agree with this, Miles Sanders is going to take that job. Uh, you might not. Uh, I, in the preseason, he just looks more explosive. He, he, he looks like the better back. Good vision. Um, we'll see what happens. And, I mean, the draft capital they drafted him at. They did, but they also traded to get Jordan Howard. You don't really typically trade for a, an RB if you don't plan on using him. Yeah, I mean, you really don't know who you're going to get in the draft, right? So you want that veteran depth is what I'm thinking. He's not really a mind. veteran. What is he, 24 years old? No, I think he's like 26. I'm, I'm not I'm not totally positive on that. You mm-hmm. want you to look that up. Okay. Um, but Miles Sanders' ADP is in the fifth round, pick eight. Do you want to risk a fifth round pick for a guy you don't know if is actually going to be a full-time starter, Nader? That's a lot to ask. That is yeah. a lot to ask. Mm-hmm. He is 24 years old, by the way. Okay. So he's he's, he's, he's Carson. He's, he's, he's Chris Carson. Chris Carson's 24 yes. as well. Yeah. Exactly. So I like Miles Sanders' talent. I obviously like the offense. The real question here is, will it be a timeshare with everyone? It will or be is, a timeshare. Or is someone going to take over that spot? Now, last year, Jay Ajayi did look like he was taking the spot. Until he got hurt. Mm. And then it became an official running back by committee. I think that's what's going to happen here. Somebody, One of them is going to win the job. And the other one's going to be a third down to a spell back to maybe a closer. When you're in the fourth quarter, you got to pound the ball. That's probably what I would expect Jordan Howard's role to be. Because he, he is a physical put-your-head-down runner. So that is what I may assume is going to happen maybe miles sanders will be the you know beginning of the game tire him out and then jordan howard closes it out but or jordan howard tire him out and miles sanders, sanders correct yeah. well, i think one of them is going to have that role another mm-hmm. one's going to have the other does it does your opinion change on jordan howard if it's a ppr or half ppr situation because i don't see him getting a lot of balls out of the backfield i think sanders or clement I mean, Sproles is even signed there. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys They're, back there. They we'll see how depth. many people are there. But I don't see 
to me, I see Jordan Howard as more is probably going to be a goal line guy for the beginning of the year. And then the first and second down is where he's going to be mainly at, right? I could see in that. that in that range. I could see that, but if he's getting the goal line touches, then he's going to be a relevant RB. If, if he gets ninety percent of those goal line touches, he'll be relevant because he's going to score touchdowns. So like a Carlos Hyde when he was on the Browns last year. Oh God, yeah, yes. And if so, then you're going to be a probably a high end RB too because if you're getting touchdowns, then you're putting up at least six to eight to ten points, potentially more if you score more than one touchdown. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I don't want to risk that. But, I mean, his ADP value for Jordan Howard is 7th round, 12th pick. So you're almost getting him in the 8th round. So, I mean, yes. if you want to take that risk, which I know you've done in a lot of drafts, yes. you like to take Jordan Howard, you think the upside is there, and you yes. and you believe in him. Yeah. Um, and you think he's safer. But PPR, does it matter? PPR, yes, it does matter. Okay. And it does why, matter. Why? Because if you are able to get free points off of a reception, then you just have to take free points when you can get it. If Jordan Howard can't provide you those free points, then you're putting yourself at a disadvantage, and that's not very fun. So you have to go with the person that can catch the ball. Can Miles Sanders do that? Probably. I'd probably rather have Darren Sproles over Howard if it's a full PPR league. If I could be completely honest with you, do you? I, I would I, obviously. I, I don't think that. That's just my opinion. I don't know how involved Sproles is going to be, but you never know. Um, Miles Sanders, I think, is probably the only back there that can be a three-down back consistently. Just my opinion. I know you're not going to agree with that statement. Um, my concern with Miles Sanders is, say he does great and he takes that role. Okay. He had 10 fumbles within about a year and a half in college. That's that's a lot of fumbles. Amount. So there's a chance that if he does suddenly get those carries and takes over that position, in the NFL it's a little different. They're, They're going, going for, for that ball. ball, especially if they know that you fumble. You fumble. Exactly. So I can see the value in Jordan Howard. Um, I don't know if i draft him in the eighth round. I mean, yeah, yeah. You but could. what's technically the eighth round? Like, what? Where are people getting drafted in the eighth round that are just so much better than Jordan Howard? Potentially Matt Breida. Okay, that's cool. Lashawn McCoy, maybe. Lashawn McCoy's uh, late eighth. Yeah. Would you rather have Lashawn McCoy or Jordan Howard? Probably Howard. I think McCoy's gonna get cut. Yeah, Breida. Okay, I'd go. I would. Breida. I would probably go, go Breida. Breida. Yeah. The upside is a lot better. I'd go Breida. Um, Adrian Peterson or Jordan Howard's your opinion. Better offense in, in the Eagles. Better offense in the Eagles, but mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson's Adrian Peterson. You never doubt him. He looked good. He looked he great. Looked, we'll he talk about great. him a little later, yes. but he looked good. Mm-hmm. He looked explosive. Geis and I owners mean, are AD, man. worried. Uh, I Geis is, and it hurts me to say. I traded him in our Dynasty League. Um, For who? Josh Jacobs, pretty much. That's great. It was, it was a pretty... It was a pretty Pretty almost even swap. It was, it was a couple other players, but yeah. It, would you rather have Ronald Jones? Ooh. Do, do you think the upside with Ronald Jones is a little higher than Jordan Howard? Or are you not? Because there's a Ronald huge Jones. risk with Ronald Jones, obviously. Yeah, I think I'd rather Jordan Howard. He's a little bit more. You, you feel like you know what you're going to get out of him. Yeah. In the eighth round. I mean, you could take a big risk in the eighth round. In the eighth round... You should have a solid team to the point where 
you can afford to take a risk, hopefully, then maybe you could do that. And it won't really kill you because you already have your starter set. Mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde. Would you take Carlos Hyde or oh. Jordan Howard? Carlos Hyde is going later, almost to the 10th round. Yeah. Ooh, that's a that's a great question. You know what? I think I'd go Hyde. You'd go Hyde. I'm a big believer in Hyde. Just I think upside. Yeah. I think one, he's great. Two, I don't I'm not a believer in Damian Williams. I think Hyde is better than Damian Williams. I you know my opinion on yes. this conversation. We've we've been over this. We've been you're, over this. You're so over much. Tom, you're on Thompson right Darwin now. Darwin Thompson's my guy. And he will be my guy till the day I die. <laughs> Obviously. Like little Humphreys for you. Oh, he played pretty good. Little Jordan Humphreys. Little Jordan I, told, Humphreys I have said he is the sleeper oh, that people need to watch out for. And he's balling <laughs> right now. He's playing pretty good. So I think we're done with the Miles Sanders and Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Flip a coin. Jordan hope you're right. Howard, honestly. Yeah. yeah, honestly, flip a coin. Um, Anybody else you want to, you want to talk about defense or Jake Elliott, the kicker? Would you rather have Dallas Goddard or Jimmy Graham? Probably Goddard. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's, honestly. It's really bad when the backup tight end is probably better than half of the tight ends in the league. And do we think, let's just get in a little bit of a dynasty aspect okay. of yes. it. Um, do you think Goddard's going to be the starting tight end next year and Ertz will be gone? No. When you have such a talent as Ertz, you have to do whatever it takes to keep him. I mean, Ertz obviously is getting paid a good amount more than Goddard. Of course. Um, so at some point they're going to probably look at the salary cap and see where they can make some moves. Have they paid? Have they paid Wentz yet? I don't know. Actually, I've, I don't think so. I don't think so. And so if they haven't, then that's a potential thing to look at. Yeah, but I mean, Ertz is probably one of the biggest reasons why Wentz is so successful. I don't think you should take away one of his biggest weapons. Yeah, I can understand that. You'd probably have to look at the defense or the offensive line. But, I mean, right now you have to worry about how injury-prone Carson Wentz is. He hasn't went a full season yet without getting hurt. And he has had injuries, not that are like minor injuries like, you know, the foot, wrist, shoulder. That's probably a major one. But he's had back injuries. They're going to pay him. Of course. They're, they'll pay whatever he asks for. Yeah. They should pay him. More than Dak, that's for sure. Do you... Sorry, I just want to get on that subject real quick. Forty million dollars a year for Dak. Come on, come on, dude. Get, dude. Come on. That's probably like one of those things where you put up like an absurdly high number, hopefing that like you know they come up a little. They bit offered and you him could, like, thirty. That's a lot too. That's a lot of money. Take the thirty, bro. Take the thirty. Um, why don't we get into the Cowboys then? If we're already talking about Dak, why don't we just move right into the Cowboys? Uh. Before we do, Ashawn Jeffrey. Oh, yeah. We should probably talk about the wide receiver. We should real talk quick. about the we Alshon, could, yeah. Yeah, we could touch on them real quick. Alshon's the number one. He's good. Uh, he knows how very to Very good football. offense with a great quarterback. But we all know Ertz is going to lead. He leads the way. Lead in targets, obviously. Um. He's averaged about almost seven point seven point five something in that seven to eight targets a game when he's healthy. I like him if he plays sixteen mm-hmm. games. I mean, his ADP is sixth round, fifth pick. Safe. That's not. That's actually not too bad out of him. To me, he's like a number three wide receiver. Number wide three. receiver three. 
Now say you draft two RBs, first three rounds, two RBs wide receiver, and you pick up Let's feel spicy. You picked up Travis Kelsey. Okay. Got that spice. That's spicy. Let's see. Two RBs, Travis Kelsey, and a receiver. On the swing now, you're going to take somebody like Ashon, or would you go another RB? You say, At the sixth or the fifth? Uh, let's go. You're the first pick of the fifth. So that means you have two picks in a row. First pick of the fifth. Or, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think I get Alshon. To, to be totally honest with you, would you, let me put this. Would you rather have Tyler Boyd or Alshon? Because of AJ Green and the uncertainty, I would rather have Alshon. Okay. Here's another one DJ Moore or Alshon? Alshon. Okay. I mean, there's Jarvis Landry here. I wouldn't, I would rather have Alshon. Alshon. Um, Will, For- Will Fuller in the seventh round. Alshon. Oh. You uh, like Fuller. I like Fuller a lot. Hmm. So so we're saying right now Alshon in the sixth to Will Fuller in the seventh. Yeah. Or your dude. The Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Oh, is he where's he going? Seventh? Uh just low end sixth round. Six low end six. I because of the QB, I'd rather have Alshon over Robbie. Wow. And because of the QB and his big play potential, I think I'd go Will Fuller. And you can get him around later. Meaning, meaning you could probably pick up like a Tevin Coleman. So what you're saying is pretty much roster construction is going to make well, you yes. make that decision. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. If you don't have a good QB throwing you the ball, then there's kind of no point at getting the good receiver. Deshaun Watson's a good QB. He's oh, a good you're QB. talking about Sam Darnold? Yes, okay. Darnold. I mean, everyone's saying he's progressing. I hope we'll, so. I, I hope so. We'll, we'll see. But I did get news. Robbie Anderson is... Starting to run different routes. Ooh. Gase really likes him. Yeah. So we'll see if he has a boom year. I'm hoping for it. I know. That's your dude. That's my guy. I love that guy. That's your dude. I hear he's a really nice guy. <laughs> Policeman? <laughs> God. <laughs> um, are we ready to go into Cowboys? Let's do it. Let's do it. When we start off with Dak. As you know, I am not a Dak fan. No. Nah. Literally at all. Yeah, you don't throw it to Cooper enough. <laughs> God, Cooper. <laughs> We're going to get into that in a little bit. I was so surprised on when I looked at his numbers. So he's entering his fourth season. Time um, flies. He's actually very consistent. Yes, he's which consistent. Is, which to me is just baffles me. Was quarterback six in 2016. That's pretty good. Quarterback 11 2017. Not bad. Quarterback 10 last year in four-point passing leagues. Obviously, the running helps. Mm-hmm. 28 combined, combined passing and rushing touchdowns per year. Provides pretty safe floor for yeah. Dak. You know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. I just feel like the upside isn't... You can't get a huge upside with him. I don't see like a 30-point game, a 25-point game. Too many of those, at and, least. And to me, he's being drafted after Jameis Winston, Mitch Trubisky... Murray, I mean, do you feel more comfortable with Dak than you do with those guys? Or is there anyone you would rather have? With how amazing Kyler Murray did in the second preseason game, I would not touch him. I would rather have Dak Prescott. Yeah, I can agree. Murray did not look good. So Kingsbury came out and said they're holding things back. 
but it doesn't matter if you're holding things back or not. If you watched, Murray didn't look comfortable. He, and he the offensive over, line played horrible. So bad. David Johnson did not look explosive at I'm all. skipping him. Did you did you notice that? It was not good at all. He didn't look good. He concerned me a lot, and I'm sure he's dropping in ADP. I did yeah. not look. And it wasn't like they played an elite defense like the Broncos. No. They played the Raiders. And I'm a Raider fan. Our defense is not very good. I mean, we got pieces, but we sh- I would say we would be at least an average defense now you know respectable defense and you never know we could be better but all these guys haven't played together we have so many new guys Mm -hmm. rookies Farrell didn't look good at all ouch yeah I'm being honest here so Prescott is who you would be looking at out of those guys yeah Prescott seems like a solid pick I'd still rather have a Cam Newton so to I'm, a wins. I'm glad you mentioned Cam Newton there. Prescott. So Go ahead. Prescott rushed for six touchdowns in each of his first three seasons. Who rushed for more touchdowns? I'd have to say Cam Newton with that's his little the, legendary one-yard line. That's the only quarterback. Mm-hmm. That you, this I hate Dak Prescott, and this baffled me. He's surprised. His numbers are surprising. If you are waiting on a quarterback. Dak is most likely going to be there late. Oh, yeah. Not and only will he be there, but he'll be fine. If you wait on quarterback, your team should be very good mm-hmm. if you draft properly. At least the, at least you have depth. Dak's a guy you can have a safe quarterback, and you know what you're going to get week through week. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm not a Dak fan. <laughs> no, not at all. But Fuck the Cowboys. The stats don't lie. Right? Stats are there. Do you believe in it now? We're going to skip the RBs because there are... This is its own debate that we're going to have. It'll be a fun debate. Oh, let's hear it. But let's skip them for a second. Okay. I think we should do the RBs last just because, oh. just for fun. That works for me. Let's go to the receivers. We've been over how much we love Amari Cooper. Oh, God. <laughs> you I don't really know when I want to draft him. Like, when do you want to take somebody like Amari Cooper? So, let's throw some stats out there first we obviously know he's very inconsistent extremely eight weeks of the season last year two weeks he did not play bye week and a bye week because he got traded correct wide receiver 48 or lower do you know how many of those weeks were wide receiver 90 or lower six six Six. I was gonna guess five. This is this is from a current ADP of a third round. That's insane that he's getting drafted in the third so, round. I'm not touching him. No, I, I can't feel comfortable touching him. Yeah, I don't. When do you want to draft him? Because at some point, you know, when the price is right, you take him. But when is that point? Fifth round. Fifth round. But he's not dropping to the fifth round. No one, someone in your league will pick him. And that person is the same person that will pick up Derrick Henry. I mean, there there could be a possibility Amari Cooper starts to be consistent, but that is the complete opposite of what you're seeing in the stats. So he was three weeks, he was a wide receiver one. Two weeks, he was a wide receiver two. That is not a third-round pick to me. Yeah, right now not even close. Right now, you're hoping Amari Cooper turns into a 40 yard player with a touchdown. That's what I see in that offense with how much they run the ball. 
eventually you're going to get those two touchdowns, three touchdowns games like he had last year. But I just don't see it. Because he had – he, sorry. Go ahead. Two of those weeks when he was a wide receiver one, he was a wide receiver he, one. He was number he one. He was number one. Number one. So you have those huge games, and he just – he's magic man. He disappears. He disappears for weeks on end and can ruin your chances of winning a championship. Especially if it's an important week, a playoff week like that. You can't afford somebody to go missing on you like that. No, not not at all. I, I just don't feel comfortable at all drafting him, especially at his ADP. Yeah, you're hoping he becomes more consistent in that offense, but, I mean, if stats don't lie. So I want to ask you a question on if Amari Cooper dropped to the fifth round. Mm-hmm. Say let's say the fourth because it's more realistic. He yeah. drops to the fourth. Okay. Are you taking him? A standard league. Standard league. Give me a scenario. So I, have, I drafted this player. You drafted backers. two running backs, and you reached for Ertz in the third. Okay. And he drops to the fourth. Okay. So you have no wide receivers. Nothing. You have two stud RBs. Say, we'll say Mixon and Chubb. Okay. And then you got, we'll say Travis Kelsey. You got Travis Kelsey. Oh, thank you. No problem. Are you drafting Amari Cooper if he's there in the fourth? Is Thielen there? Thielen is not there. We'll say Thielen's not there. All right. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is there. Robert Hmm. Woods is there. Robert Woods is there. Edelman is there. Edelman is there. Godwin is there. Godwin is there. I'll skip Godwin. Okay. I'd rather Amari Cooper than Godwin. I would rather Amari Cooper than Woods. That's a surprising one. Wow, that is that. Yeah, yeah. I would rather Cooks over Cooper. I feel like he has the upside of Cooper without the downside of Cooper. Yeah, I mean he's he Cooks is not the most consistent, but he's way more consistent than Amari Cooper. Yeah. So here's one because I know you don't like either of these players. Okay. T.Y. Hilton or Amari Cooper? God, that's a good question. I, I that, And it's your wide receiver one. Yeah, that made my blood boil a little bit. I hate both of them with a passion. Um, I would go Amari Cooper just because he actually plays. You know, <laughs> T.Y., he's great and all, but, you know, the only thing better than ability is availability. And if he's not playing, then, well, you're not getting me points. Yeah. Is there any other wide receivers you want to talk about in this group? Uh, Michael Gallup, he's not a draft. He's not draftable, but I think he's going to be a wait-and-see type of person. I think he can have amazing upside, and he could be one of those players that you look to that when you're the league. So do you think Amari Cooper's – do you feel better about Amari Cooper if Zeke is there or not there? Yes and no. I think it has its positives and negatives. If he's not there, they might have to pass more, meaning Cooper gets more targets. If he's not there, they might focus him more, knowing that they don't have that stellar running game anymore, meaning that they take away his targets. It could work both ways. We're just going to have to find out. Yep, I agree. And you want to talk about tight end Jason Witten? Yeah, I'm good on him. Sounds good. What about yeah. the kicker? Oh, Brett Mayer? <laughs> nah, I'm good. So why don't we get back to the <laughs> RB situation? Here? Okay, let's get to it. Okay. 
In 2018, Zeke was the only running back that saw 300 carries. That's a lot of carries. That's a lot of carries. In 2017, when he was suspended for six games, if he played 16 games, he would have over 400 carries. No way he could handle that. That's ridiculous. That's a lot. That's just showing the volume that they use him in and how important he is to that offense. That offense goes through him and then back around to him again. Oh, for sure. He's averaged 100 yards per game through three seasons. That's insane. 131 total yards per game. Average. And he catches the ball. I think that's his most important quality is that he is a receiving back. We're not done yet. Okay. Elliott scored 34 total touchdowns in 40 career games. 34 touchdowns in 40 40 games. He's basically a guaranteed touchdown. (laughs) It's ridiculous. So you start him, you're getting 10 points. At least. At least. At least. You're expecting basically 16 is what you're telling me. But the real question is, is he going to show up? Because if he does, since he's been in the league, he's been an RB1 or 2 92% of the time. That's... Is that the highest percentage? <laughs> the only person over him is Lev. But Lev has 27 games played when Zeke has 40. No way. Yes. Damn, that's actually... That's an odd statistic. Wait, so Zeke played more than Lev Bell? Yes. For three years. It's just off a three-year average. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is not anything farther okay, than like, three years. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, All the right. last three years. So... I think Zeke was, or Lev was 95%. Yeah. If he's there, he's a stud. That's it. There's no there's no way around it. He's a stud. You can't even argue. No, nah, there's no argument about this one. And when has he been hurt? He's reliable. He doesn't get hurt. <laughs> if he's not doing something stupid and getting suspended, he's there. Mm-hmm. Being a RB1, RB2, start him, don't worry about it. He's going to perform. But it goes back to, is, is he, he going to be there? And right now, right now he, is he going to be there? He went back to Cabo. As, as of right now, he is in Cabo, Mexico. What is it? I believe that's Mexico. Mm-hmm. As of August 19th, he's in Cabo. And he feels a little butthurt and disrespected right now. Apparently, Jerry Jones said that, you know, Zeke who? And he felt disrespected by that. So, you know, I... I had a draft. I felt good. And I was like, just doing my research, making sure Zeke looked like he was coming in. And he did. And then Jerry Jones' big-ass mouth, pretty much making fun of Zeke. Yeah. Said that shit after I drafted Zeke. Six overall. It doesn't make me feel good. No. But I do think he'll show up. My opinion is he's still going to show up. But... We'll have to wait and see. I mean, Tony Pollard is looking pretty good. He's looking good. I don't know when he's getting drafted. I'm sure he's climbing every day. His ADP is jumping. Yeah. So if you have Zeke, try to get Pollard. Yes. You have to pair those just in case, especially because you're getting Pollard pretty late. So it's not that bad if it's not that bad if Zeke does end up coming and you have to drop him. You're not really losing much, but you're securing your whole fantasy season right here. If Zeke does not show up, you have him, and you don't pick up Pollard, somebody else does, then your season's basically over right there. Right then and there, your season's over. 
I mean, imagine all the left belt owners that did not have James Conner and somebody else picked up James Conner. They basically got a free RB1 while you lost the RB1. You cannot handle that. Do you think he shows back up? When? Are we saying like in general this whole year? Or I think he we... starts all 16 games. What do you think? I don't. I think he may take that route where you'll come in at week 10. Maybe it's just my hopefulness because I drafted him. Yeah. You know? I'm hoping so it's, too. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt if he doesn't. It really sucks if he doesn't it's because then hurt. every RB is going to do this. Because it was so easy. You're in the fifth overall pick. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, I'll get, I'll get Zeke or Gordon. I'll be fine. And Gordon decides to not show up. Zeke's decides to not show up. It changes a whole bunch of drafts. Yeah, it changed every draft. Mm-hmm. It changes everything. Gordon's going in the third round now. Because he is a lot more realistic chance of not showing up or showing up week 10. Yeah, I... My opinion is Gordon's not showing up till week 10. Yeah. And Zeke, my opinion is that he's going to be there day one. Maybe six games he misses. He's got to send a message. I think at this point he just can't give in. Fuck. I hope not. And this is sending a precedent to, I guess, what, every RB? I mean, I think Lev Bell set a precedent for... Every RB, yeah. Every That's RB. true. And now we're going to see this from every RB that wants a deal. Every stud RB. And and the thing is, he did all that stuff last year without Travis Frederick, his center. That was yes. out with an autoimmune disease all year last year. Yes. So think what he can do while he's there. While he's there. An MVP type season. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That offensive line is studded. That's that's a great offensive line. It's an expensive offensive line. They do their job. If you give time for your quarterback, then it doesn't really matter who you have a quarterback. They'll make plays. Unless they're asking for $40 million a year. Then you just go to another one. Yeah. I think I'd rather replace Dak than Zeke. I would for sure replace. Well, you got to think long term. Running backs don't get a lot of long term. Value is what they say. So, you think Zeke could get traded, or is that unrealistic at this point? I don't. I don't think they'll trade him. No, No. I I don't think so. Um, You want to get into New York Giants? Let's do it. Sounds good. Why don't we start with like the greatest player of all time, Eli Manning? (laughs) Eli Manning. Oh, I mean Daniel Jones. Sorry. Yes. You want to start? Why don't you start off with your boy Daniel Jones? Hey, he's been outperforming. His expectations this preseason. He had, for some odd reason, very low expectations. Daniel he's Jones? Almost perfect. He's played pretty good. He's, he's had some good throws. Really I'll give good. you that. For sure, he's had some good throws. And right now, he's making the Giants look pretty good. I mean, they're 2-0. Two two In the so, preseason. The championship? That's basically the championship. Are they going, that's basically the championship? Yeah. That's, I'm basically guaranteeing you it You should bet them. on them, though. I won't do that. You sure? Yeah. Oh, I'll okay. pass on that one. Trying to give you some advice. <laughs> um, so obviously, Eli Manning and Daniel Jones are not going to be drafted by nah, anyone. Not fantasy I, relevant. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, Saquon. An absolute stud. stud. 
same same realm as Zeke. Zeke, Love Bell. I mean, number one overall. There's really not much to say about him. He's just going to be a stud. Yeah. there. You can't complain when you draft him. Only thing you complain about is the fact that you're low enough on the board to be able to draft him. Yeah. Sorry, last placers. I mean, his worst game last year was 35th ranked. Yeah, but that game he only scored four points, I believe. But I think I don't. He, I don't even know if he did that. I mean, week ten was twenty one. Week sixteen was or week eight was sixteen. Week four was thirteen, and then week fifteen was thirty five. Yeah, but I just he everything else was RB one. Okay, RB one. So he's he's obviously going to be safe. I think he's safe. The only issue is now is that they have absolutely nobody. So they might try to stack the box on him. Especially now that what Golden Tate's out for the first four games. Do we think that's going to work? I mean, their their offense was horrible last year. And Saquon makes things happen. You still had OBJ. I mean, you have to double OBJ. You got to respect the fact that Eli Jones will throw the ball to him. Wait, you mean OBJ is not as good as Sterling Shepard? Or Sterling Shepard's not as good as OBJ? You know, that's a tight, tight comparison. <laughs> um, Golden Tate suspended for four games, like you said. They got Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. So, yeah, they're they're going to stack the box, mm-hmm. like you're saying. Just a quick note. In the week 15, Saquon did have 5.6 points. Chances are you were in the playoffs that week. Chances are he might have lost you the playoffs that week. Yeah. I mean, OBJ wasn't there that game, so... Does that scare you into thinking, okay, that might be a sample of what I'm going to get out of Saquon without OBJ? It can scare me a little bit, but the talent is undeniable. And yes, I know you're all about system, but I think he's a one in a million guy that has tree trunks for legs and makes things happen out of nothing. So... His floor is pretty safe, in my opinion. And PPR standard, half PPR, whatever. If he doesn't get injured, he's going to be a, a RB1. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you agree with that statement? I think he's going to be an RB1. Okay, so, it's so hard. then his floor is safe. I think his floor is safe, but I don't know if you're going to get first round, first pick overall production out of him. Okay, do you think... David Johnson got was RB ten last year. Okay, and we say he's a bust, and he was drafted what third, fourth overall. Yes. So, do you think Saquon's going to be over an RB ten position this year? I think it'll be around that area. So, is that a bust to you? Uh, if you are drafting him first round, first overall, then you want him to end the season being one of the three. One of the top three. Because that's a staple right there. That's the staple of your team. That's the heart and soul. You need him to be a little bit more productive than David Johnson was last year. But David Johnson did not have a bad year by far. We're, we're calling David Johnson a bust, but he still had a great year. It's a bust into where he was drafted at is yes. what we're talking about. Um. Yeah, I mean... It's preference, I think, at this point. Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, 
whoever you really like, um, either one I'd be happy with at number one. Yeah, I think I would lean towards McCaffrey. Okay. Just because the lack of a backup running back to steal his carries, his pass catching ability to the point where he won't get game scripted out, and just the lack of other weapons on that offense making it that they just have to give him the ball or throw it to him. Saquon, he does cast, he does catch the ball out of the backfield. So I do think that he will not get game scripted out. But I mean, if you just key on it, key in on him, then who else do the Giants have? Yeah. So Shepard. So let's go to wide receivers for a second. Then he's back into practice. He was hurt yeah. and out of practice. I did draft him. I believe like eleventh. Do you feel round. comfortable about it? You're gonna wait and see what happens and see how it looks. His his ADP is about ninth round right now. Yeah. So two mm-hmm. rounds lower, he got 11th, pretty good value. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you feel comfortable starting him at any point? You just kinda, Not the first few weeks. You're, you're going to wait and see. Yeah, look, see how his targets look, see how the offense looks. And then from there, you're going to be able to go on. But Sterling Shepard, I'm definitely not unhappy taking him. Clearly, I was because I did take him. So I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Let's hear it. I feel more comfortable drafting Sterling Shepard because Golden Tate is suspended. Even better reason. So you get more volume, in Correct. my opinion, when they're going to be down, which I think they are because they have a bad defense, and Elon Manning sucks. Does he? Yeah. Two Super Bowl rings, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's great. I appreciate that. Um, they have Evan Ingram, but I think the beginning of the year, as long as Shepard's healthy, he can be at least productive enough just because of the volume yeah you'd have to agree with that statement but i still do not feel comfortable starting him until a few weeks till you see consistency in his targets receptions and yards maybe not the touchdowns right away but you're gonna expect some of those yeah and uh golden tate obviously suspended for four games drafted adp's 12th round yeah. Do you even draft. draft him? Nah. Yeah. Nah. There's no point yeah. in drafting somebody you can't start right away. No. There's there's more upside guys that you can get. People that drop. Um, Evan Ingram though. For me, he's a PPR target. For sure. I think you're just gonna have to target him regardless, just because of the talent pool. Yeah. No. Definitely. Either way. But I just think that no matter who is quarterback. He's going to get a whole bunch of targets because he's the most talented guy that they have other than Saquon, in my opinion. And with rookie quarterbacks, they love to have a safety blanket. And tight end is usually that safety blanket or the running back out of the backfield. So no matter what, I think he's going to have a big year. They already said he looks explosive. So we'll have to see what happens. And with Golden Tate being out, the volume is most likely going to be there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. His ADP gets elevated just because of the lack of depth at the tight end position. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I don't think you will be upset taking him. So he's getting drafted almost the beginning of the sixth round. Do you feel comfortable with that? Yes, I think I feel comfortable with that. Regardless, or rather than taking a flyer late and hoping he just gets a reception a game. Mm-hmm. You know, Evan Ingram's going to get his targets. The question is, Is will he elevate to become one of the elite three? I, How do you feel about that? 
I don't think he's going to work his way in there. But I think it could be expanded to Elite Four. Does that make sense? Okay. I mean, I. how do you feel about O.J. Howard or Evan Ingram? I think I would feel more comfortable with Evan Ingram. Okay, just because talent-wise or... Situation-wise. Situation-wise. Yeah, the, they, the Buccaneers still have Bright. They still throw to Bright. Yeah. So, because Evan Ingram doesn't really have competition right now, I think I would go Evan Ingram. Okay. And they also have Godwin, Evans. Correct. Um, they still run the ball. Jameis does like to throw to his tight ends. He does. Like you said, they do have Bright. Um, I think O.J. Howard could break out, but I definitely see where you're coming from. I would not be mad at either one, though. Yeah. What about Hunter Henry? Because we haven't really seen much of him. Other than his big year that he had. He had one, and then I believe what? 2016, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, Last year, 2018, he was hurt. So 2017, he had a big year. Mm -hmm. Um, Highly drafted, but obviously he's coming back from an ACL injury. Um, which he was back in the playoffs. He played a little bit. So he has a full off season, but they do have yes. a lot of talent over there. Yes. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. I mean, if Melvin Gordon doesn't show up, I think that gives him a boost. It does. Um, but it also gives Keenan Allen a huge boost too. Who but, is hurt by the way? Yes. Yes. Does that concern you? Completely. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like it's a reoccurring issue. Issue. I mean, his knee swelling now his ankles hurt. We'll have to see what happens. Um, other than that, is there anyone else you want to talk about on the Giants? Hmm. No, I think we covered it all. I think we covered it all. So we are going to go to the Redskins, right? Let's do it. Last but not least. Why don't you give it a go first? So Case Keenum, this is probably his seventh team that he's been on so far. Seventh team he might be the guy for. But, I mean, the talent around him isn't that bad. He's got some talent. So if he is unable to succeed here, then I think that's it. He's over. What talent are we talking about here? So he he does have probably the best running back in our generation. And Adrian Peterson. All day? All day. Air day. I mean, he looked good. He looks really good. He looked really good. I mean, obviously, Case Keenum, we're not going to be drafting. No. Dwayne Haskins maybe start at some point. We're not going to be drafting. Colt McCoy is hurt. And, I mean, it's open for a quarterback at this point. So you're looking at Geis and you're looking at Adrian Peterson. And Geis is not healthy. Let's just get that out there immediately. Will he get healthy? I don't see it. It's hard. I don't see it. There's so many setbacks. He was just running straight. Um, he's questionable. I, I don't see him. And they signed AP for two years. Like That's you a were lot. saying. I mean, they have confidence in him. And he looks good. Mm-hmm. He looks real good. Meaning, wherever AP is getting drafted, he will beat that ADP spot. I think ninth he, round. Ninth round. He's a steal in the ninth round. I, Absolute been, steal. I've been targeting him. I know their offense is not very good, but I have ho- high hopes on their defense. So I'm hoping they at least keep it close and they just try to pound the rock, which I think they'll do, especially with a rookie quarterback. Yes. And their wide receivers are fucking all over the place. Yeah, you don't really know what to expect out of them. They got Paul Richardson. Cool. Josh Dotson. 
hasn't broken out like how he should. Which they were talking about, he might be on the bubble to even just barely make the team. Yes. So it doesn't look like he's going to be relevant at all. Uh, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin? 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 How do you draft the guy name with, with the name Lauren? I don't know. I don't think you can. I think he gets paid in Starbucks. White mocha. Frappuccino. Yeah. It's probably true, right? Three three mochas a game. One extra if he gets... Double shot if of you, espresso if he if gets a catch. If you think about it, he gets juiced. Ooh. So if he gets a couple catches, he'll be juiced up. Uh-huh. Should he get tested for this? Technically, yeah, because it's enhancing drugs, right? It's basically enhancing Like drug. ADD Has medicine, Ritalin, yes. stuff mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. So caffeine... If you're all juiced up on caffeine, like you have five monsters before a game, yes, you're talking like this, and you just blah 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 blah. That's he should get tested for that. We'll talk to the NFL. We'll send a. All right. We'll okay. Do you think he wears Uggs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. So, draft McLaurin if you like Starbucks. Anyways, AP is probably the only viable option on this team. Only person I'm looking at. Jordan Reed. Later on, I mean, if you want to do a flyer, they say he's doing good. Yeah. But, I mean, he's always hurt. Always hurt. Even when he's hurt, I feel like he's still underperforming. Yeah, I don't really see anyone I want other than Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that's probably a very accurate description. Chris Thompson maybe in a half PPR league. Because Geis is going in the sixth round. That's so high. And Adrian Peterson is going in the ninth. But the, you got to think, there's so much hype. And people that are not listening to the pod. All three of them. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. I don't get how, one, you don't know that Geis is not healthy. Two, believe in the hype. It's ridiculous. Um, you got anything else to add? or? This is a straightforward team where you're just going to watch and wait. Maybe there's some potential. But this wide receiving core is not strong enough to the point where you're investing a draft pick into them. Yeah. All right. Awesome. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.